0: Merry Hampus, everybody. I'm bumping up my Hampus Lindholm year in review based on some news that came out yesterday. Seems as though he was playing with a lump of coal, literally, in his stocking. We're going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up Bruins fans and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host Ian McLaren and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked to Beat. Today is Thursday May 18th, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. Every day, we are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. You can maybe tell that I'm breathing a bit easier today. The allergies calming down a little bit. It's a sunny day. I'm enjoying a vanilla cream cold brew. Went to the chiropractor this morning. Feeling fresh and ready to discuss Hampus Lindholm here on today's episode. First, a quick reminder that you can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram at Locked NHL Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. Now, very early on this season, we were all saying thank goodness for Hampus Lindholm because he really held down the fort while Charlie McAvoy was recovering from off-season shoulder surgery Lindholm of course became a member of the Boston Bruins prior to the trade deadline last season and he signed a long-term extension making him a mainstay on the blue line for the next several years and he wasn't just a complimentary piece this season he was a driving force. And there was a point where he was right in the thick of the Norris trophy conversation. Lindholm smashed his career highs for assists, points and shots. In fact, his 43 assists this season, nine more than his previous career high for points. He had 34 points back in 2014-15, smashed that this season with 53. 10 goals, 43 assists for 53 points in 80 games. He averaged 23 minutes and 11 seconds of ice time and really held down the fort in McAvoy's absence. And when he came back, McAvoy that is, really gave the Bruins two number one defensemen. And that's one reason for optimism going forward. Both of these guys signed long-term. And, you know, even though Lindholm is, is getting a bit up there, he's older than McAvoy, to be sure. He will be 30 on January 20th of 2024. So kind of entering the back half of his career for sure, but still a very effective defenseman who seems to mesh well with Charlie McAvoy, Brandon Carlo, whoever's playing with him on his right side. And uh, again, he had a fantastic opening to the season for sure. He was not named a finalist for the, Norris trophy, despite having the strong season and despite many believing that he should be at least in the conversation, it will be interesting to see where he finishes in the final voting. Uh, but as late as March, uh, you had Connor Ryan of Boston.com writing about whether or not Lindholm was a frontrunner. On The Athletic, back in March, you had him uh, mentioned in the running for this trophy alongside Eric Carlson, Rasmus Dalin. The Athletic, uh, who wrote this article? It was um, Dom Lecition. He wrote, Lindholm is an anti-Carlson, less flash, but just as much substance. Uh, McAvoy's absence allowed him to put up some point totals he otherwise may not have. And Lindholm has been more impressive doing so on a better team than Drew Doughty, who won the Norris Trophy with only 58 points uh, in 2015-2016. Um, on the league's best team, which is driven by team defense, Lindholm has been their best defenseman, and that is saying a lot, according to Dom. Um, but the fact that they had such a tight defensive system, perhaps played against him, as you saw some other guys have good seasons in Boston as well. Um, so in the end of the day, he wasn't a finalist, but the reality is he was in the conversation up until March. That's when things started to go a bit awry and he started to fall off a bit. And uh, now we know why that was the case. And we're going to talk about that here in a moment. But first, a quick word about uh, one of today's sponsors, which is Bird Dogs. Now, if you haven't heard of Bird Dogs, they have the most comfortable shorts I've ever had the pleasure of putting on. Uh, They are the perfect fit. They're comfortable with stretchy fabric that makes my legs look great. They're comfier than any of my other shorts or pants. And they give me the freedom to wear pretty much anywhere. The golf course, a meeting, date night, hanging out with friends. College football nerds say they're the perfect pants for dads that have a little extra gut. Bird dogs make them look great and feel comfortable. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on nhl and enter promo code locked on nhl they will throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every order again i got two pairs of these shorts the other day and the tumbler the shorts are so comfortable the perfect fit tumbler is great as well for taking on the golf course put some ice in there enjoy a beautiful day out with your bird dogs shorts and tumbler by going to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL and use promo code locked on NHL. Thank you so much. Once again, for making locked on Bruins part of your day, every single day, every day is tomorrow on the show. Can't expect a Charlie McAvoy episode. I know I said, I was going to talk about him today, but uh, this hemp Lindholm development jumped out and I wanted to get to him, but be sure to c- come back tomorrow for the Charlie McAvoy episode year in review so what did we learn yesterday about Hamas Lindholm that sheds a different light on how he ended his season it's clear that he fell off in the playoffs zero points in that seven game series against the Florida Panthers he was still a positive possession player but one player that really stood out to me was his delay of game penalty in game six in Florida, that was called after he flipped a puck over the glass with literally no pressure on him from the Panthers' point of view. All he had to do was tap the puck off the boards, off the glass even, get it up the ice. Instead, without a Panther in sight, he just flipped it over the the, the glass. What was going on there? Now, Jake DeBrusque did score a shorthanded goal. On that power play for the Panthers, but Florida got the equalizer when Matthew Kachuk scored with Lindholm still in the box. Very uncharacteristic play for Lindholm, and that coupled with the zero points, what was going on? Well, on May 9th, I think maybe Matt Porter was the first one on this. I saw Connor Ryan write about it as well. In a Stockholm-based newspaper, Aftonbladet, uh, Lindholm said he was not going to join Sweden for the World Championship because of a broken foot he suffered earlier in the season. He said on May 9th, he found out that he had been playing, that's like a full week after The Bruins did their end-of-season availabilities. I don't know what took him so long to get it looked at. But he said he had been playing with a fracture in one foot for the past month. So that was May 9th. Go back a month. That would be April 9th. So he was playing a few weeks here at least with a broken foot. Now, on May 2nd, He was asked about his health during the playoffs. He said, I'd say it was fine. Everybody has bumps and bruises this time of year. No excuses on that stuff. Uh, Even if you were to have something linger, guys play through stuff. It's just that time of year. It's clear in hindsight that he was injured, that I was bothering him, but he was toughing it out, avoiding really getting it looked at. I mean, it should have been. Spotted by the training staff. I don't know if it was or not, but looking at fracturecare.co.uk, a foot fracture usually requires about six weeks in a walking boot. Swelling is often worse at the end of the day. Elevating your foot will help. Take some painkillers as prescribed. Uh, You can walk on it as comfort allows the boot that they wear is for comfort and not needed to aid in the healing process but it will help settle the symptoms. Uh, if after six weeks you're still experiencing significant pain or swelling or struggle to wean off the boot then perhaps surgery is required. So after six weeks, On a fractured foot, you should be able to regularly perform exercises eight to 12 weeks is when the injury is healed, but you may have mild symptoms for three to six months. So this was going to be a situation where his season could have ended. And the question is whether or not it would have been better for him to sit out, rest the foot or play through it as he did, and be relatively ineffective. I know a lot of people saying, go on both ways. You know, you want a guy like Hampus Lindholm out on the ice, maybe um, an injured Lindholm is better than a fully healthy Jacobs Borrell or Connor Clifton. Matt Grizzly was scratched in the playoffs. He should have been in there this whole time. That's a head-scratcher for me, why he wasn't playing. Uh, did they know the extent of Lindholm's injury and put him out there anyways? Was he not upfront about how much it was bothering him? And hockey players just have this mindset that yeah, everybody's hurt in the playoffs. You just got to tough, tough it out. No matter how it affects your game, what's better in this situation? I loved um, my boy Greg, who you may know from Days of Yore. He tweeted this morning, at some point, Hockey teams will realize that players with debilitating injuries are more of a hindrance to their team playing well. Lindholm played with a broken foot and was pretty awful during the first round. Why continue to trot him out there? Great question. And it was clear that he was not okay. Um, Why was he still out there getting huge minutes in the playoffs? Would it have been better to shut him down when it became apparent? That he was struggling. He did miss a couple of games down the stretch. Perhaps he should have sat out more. Maybe the Bruins were better off resting him or keeping him out of the lineup. Hope that his replacement gets them over the hump and he's back later in the playoffs. I mean, hindsight is, of course, 2020, and it's unfortunate that this injury hit one of Boston's best defensemen at that time of year. And it just, is another instance of things going terribly wrong for the Bruins at the exact right time. You add that with Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci getting banged up, Linus Allmark getting banged up. It really suggests there should have been more load management down the stretch. They wanted to be fresh heading into the playoffs. They wanted to be at the top of their game, but ultimately it may have backfired because some guys were pushing it a little too hard and um, you had some ineffective players in the postseason. What's next for Hampus Lindholm? We'll talk about that here in a moment, but a quick word here about today's other sponsor, which is eBay Motors. Now eBay Motors is the place to go for all the right parts and the right fit at the right prices for your vehicle if you think about building a championship team it's all about each guy being the perfect fit and it's the same for your vehicle for parts that fit head to ebay motors and look for the green check stay in the game with ebay guaranteed fit with their guaranteed fit if it doesn't fit They'll send it right back, and uh, they'll make sure that you have the best part for your vehicle. Confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. The guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers on eligible items. Exclusions do apply, but go check it out. Find that green check and get the right fit at ebaymotors.com. So will Hampus Lindholm be back with the Bruins next season? Well, most definitely. He has seven years remaining on a contract that carries a $6.5 million cap hit. And when he's at the top of his game, that's amazing value. Again, he was in the running for the Norris Trophy. And if they can get a similar Hampus Lindholm next season, then they're laughing. You know you have Charlie McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm, both of whom are top pairing defensemen in the NHL. You can play them together, you can split them up. And it's a a bonus to have Hampus Lindholm in the lineup at this point. He wants to be more of a leader on this team. Back on May 2nd, he said he wants to keep feeding off all the stuff he's learned from Bergeron, Krejci, the culture that's been here. He came out and had the best season of his career, but he doesn't think he's reached his ceiling yet. He thinks he has a lot of hockey left in him. The first year, he really got to showcase what he can be as a player, and that's something that he's going to learn from, as well as the playoff experience, how the season ended, and feed into the future next season and all that comes with that. Of Bergeron, he said he's like the perfect human being, how he treats himself off the ice, how he's around his family, how he's around players in the locker room. No one should be more proud of himself than Patrice Bergeron. It's a privilege, fun to be around, and everybody loves him for good reason. Um. Of Krejci, Lindholm said he's out there on the ice, no pulse, calls him Iceman, skates around and make plays. A really fun guy, and hopefully both of those guys are back. But if not, count on Hampus Lindholm stepping up and being even more of a leader on this team. Really, really unfortunate that he suffered that injury late in the season. Would have been great to have a fully optimized Lindholm in the postseason, but injuries do happen. And hockey culture is one where you play through it rather than admit you're struggling. Um, And that goes back again to, to Jim Montgomery and his whole peer group idea. He wants guys to talk to each other, to be honest with each other, and to really look in the mirror and say, what's going right? What's going wrong? Where can I improve? Um, what's affecting me mentally, and hopefully these guys can be more honest with each other and get the rest they need to be ready for when the games matter most. That the load management situation was a mistake. They didn't give guys enough rest down the stretch, and uh it backfired. And Lindholm a prime example. Anyways, that's it for today's episode, my friends. I hope you are all doing well. Um, If you're looking for something to watch, I like to sp- intersperse some recommendations. I don't think I mentioned it already. Maybe I did, but Jury Duty on Amazon Prime is hilarious, touching. You have to check it out. I don't want to give too much away, but Jury Duty, look it up, watch it. I watched it in like two days, eight episodes, half an hour each. Um, Just, just amazing stuff. One of my favorite shows of the year so far for sure. All right, we'll be back tomorrow to discuss Charlie McAvoy and all the latest on the black and gold here on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.